Hey, Pop Life Podcast. Today is February 12th. I lost my earbuds. My, um, well, my, the, that's the AirPods. Nah, yeah, the one, the, 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 the cordless ones I got, but the ones with the cord, which I usually use the tape, I don't, I can't find the around it somewhere, but, so I don't know if I sound, I hope I sound okay. Um, I sound fine. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Totally clear. So I'm going to jump right into it. Um, happy Black History Month, happy Valentine's Day. Happy oh yeah, happy Christmas Valentine's Day, and all, all, all that good shit. Monday, all that shit. Happy V-Day. Um, let's jump right into it. Super Bowl was, this is Monday morning, so Super Bowl was last night. Um, Chiefs won 25-22 in an overtime game. Dog game. fight. Such a good game. Thought Frisco should have won. I was pulling for Frisco. Um, I was too. Thought they should have won. But, you know, it is what it is. Mahomes is dope. Three out of the la- three out of the last four Super Bowls, he's won. He's been in four in a row, which is crazy in and of itself. Then won three out of the last four, which is bonkers. Um, so yeah, he's uh he's definitely challenging towards that goat status. Um, but enough about the game. And Mahomes is so so funny. They are funny looking uh group. They are funny looking family. Yeah. I mean, it's not enough about the game. What do you mean? Incredible game. We love Brock Purdy. I'm yeah, 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 yeah. I folks with Brock Purdy. I think Brock okay. Purdy. So there's Brock this Purdy theory. There is this theory. Oh my the God. stock market theory about the 49ers and the Chiefs. What did it say? There's like the years that the 49ers win, the stock market generally trends up 7%. The years that the Chiefs win, it trends down. And this is the accurate, like 70%. Or something. It's something crazy. I posted it. I got to find it. But Somebody was like, you should be rooting for the Niners. The Niners. Just for I was rooting for the Niners. Oh, for the um, bread. I was for rooting the- for it. I don't give a fuck about the four. I don't give a fuck about either of these teams. I was rooting for the Chiefs to not win just because I'm so tired of Taylor and Kelsey. And I did not want the fucking prom queen and homecoming king situation that would come. Got Peace the- to Ice Spikes, who got her Full, full on, uh, vis- uh, visibility. Her, uh, her Q rating is through the roof today. Peace to Jeff Goldblum, who had an incredible, I'm a fan and happy to be here moment on the Jumbo trial when they showed him. Oh, Versus Jeff Goldblum, yeah. You try to hide. I feel like your man was all in it. And that's, I want to talk about other celebrities. Cause why yeah. you want to talk about Ice Spice? Why you don't fuck with Ice Spice? Oh, what is why she doing? So boring. Why? She's so boring. She's so shit, bitch. You not even the fart. Even so the still of the it's sweet I... reacting to them winning the game, she didn't know what the fuck was going on. Oh, yeah, yeah. She, she, she clearly does not get, watch sport. <laughs> get her out of my sphere. Oh. I hate it all. Like they I mean, I'm not saying they buddies, but like since they did the song together. No, but Taylor, you know that, but they did the song together because Taylor's uh, neo-Nazi ass boyfriend was talking shit about Ice Spice. Yes, but since then they they've been they've hung out at their BMAs. They, yeah. they, they, I think they, yeah, they I think they have very public. They've hung out in very public. Yeah, but we don't know what happened. I behind. am biased. I don't believe Taylor has any friends. So, no, Taylor's also very cool with um Lana Lana Del Rey. They're they're very cool. Who's also will never the... be cool enough for me to stand next to you losing a category while you win it 
on stage. I'm sorry. Let's, let's move. Let's move on because you're about to take it into some other shit. So, uh, again, peace, ice, spice. So let's talk about um, <laughs> young niggas. Let's talk about the halftime performance. And well, let's talk briefly about Beyonce dropping two singles. Uh, for her Act Two album, which is dropping um, March 29, um, great marketing because literally none, of, nobody in the public eye anyway knew anything about this. And then the fact that they dropped, wait, 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 wait. not quite, not quite true. We knew something was coming. You didn't. Because... We did not know two singles was dropping oh, after halftime. Oh, but, but, but we're just but saying the... we knew something that big two... was coming knew, because the Verizon had been two... teasing it. We knew Act Two was going to be a country album. She's been she's been hinting at that since the first one. So we knew it was coming at some point, and we knew something of hers was going to be announced. So you're right. We didn't know what it was going to be, but we knew something was being announced by Beyonce on Super Bowl. Yeah. So she dropped two singles right after halftime, which is crazy because it's cut into Usher's whole glow. <laughs> um but uh like ridiculous but a great marketing great marketing um i don't i've listened to both songs um i have not listened yet because i want to give them like proper attention and respect and Um, i really wanted to watch the game i like the first song a little better than the 16 um whatever record but i'm but i'm i haven't dug in for real because it's you know the game was on and other shit was happening so i I have dig in today i have listened to both of them i'm at a point I can say this here. I can't say it on the internet, um, but I feel like I can say it here. So, be- having worked the Beyonce album, um, I don't know, Jeff, you may feel differently because you're an A&R, but, like, when you have to, like, I feel like after you have to live with an artist's music a whole, 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 whole lot, approaching it casually as a fan is different. Mm-hmm. So, like, with B stuff, ever since I worked for I can't I can't just listen to B stuff randomly. Like I gotta be in a headspace. I think I'm traumatized. I gotta be in a headspace to um to listen to it. So I have like, for example, it took me the longest time to listen to Renaissance top to bottom. Um, so I did not I have listened to both songs. I didn't listen to either of them all the way through. But I like listened to like versions. You didn't even listen to them. <laughs> yeah, I was saying I wanted to <laughs> But I'm also not the person, I'm sorry, I'm also not the person who jumps on to like talk about the song. I like the antics. I be talking about how she did marketing and all that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm always I'm always here to talk about what she did. Yeah. I'm not the person who jumps in to talk about the music because I'm usually late to actually digest the music. I love that her aesthetic changed very drastically. Oh, with with the cowboy stuff. And She's everybody was like, girl. oh, here we go. This is just... She's an era girl. She's going to let you know some shit. Like, her and Janet, it. her and Janet, they are era girls. They're going to let you know some shit's about to happen because yeah. the look is going to shift. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love it. I also love this big hair moment we're getting from her. Got, big, giant, blonde, hair. Texas hair. Like, I bring back big shit. Yep. Yeah, I'm, <clears throat> I'm kind of over the middle part bust down that everybody is on. Like, I'm tired of being sleek. Like, let's be a little messy and, you know, run it up. So I'm going I'm to dig into them today. Now we could talk about the Usher halftime, which I thought was great. I thought he did a great job. Um, he did. He covered all bases to me musically. I mean, he, he has so many songs. He, he left a lot on the table, which he could have done. But he still covered to me all bases. He did some pop stuff. He did, obviously, the R&B stuff. He did, you know, his, his core fan, a couple core fan songs. 
Um, great dancing. I love that he, I was wondering how he was going to do the roller skating thing, but, but he, he flipped that. He brought that out. Um, he did a great job to me. Um, you know, everybody got jokes on Jermaine Dupree's fit. <laughs> um, I don't know what JD was thinking. Like, all the things you could have put on Jermaine. What the, like, was he, like, was he supposed to be, like, our kind of, like, fantastical Wonka-esque host of the thing? Like, I don't understand what, what he was going for at all. Like, Neither. I don't. You should have just threw on some leather pants with some jeans. With the outfit is the socks. Sam. Socks is crazy. Are your calves just not substantial enough to hold them up? Like that is a knee sock that you have puddled down around that incredibly large loafer. Yeah, yeah. So, but, but, but uh, he did his thing. Will I am came out. He looked kind of. People didn't really know who he was. I thought that was yay for a minute. Yeah, because Will's gained some weight too, so he's chunky. He's kind of chunky now. So that big glasses. It's like who the fuck? It took me a couple times. Looks like he had the half mask on, and then like no facial hair kind of threw me. Yeah, that too. Yeah, you don't have no beard. Yeah. Until I realized they were doing, oh my God, I was like, oh, that's Will I Am. I couldn't figure it out at first. Um, but yeah, I think he did, did a great job. I think he, um, he will, um, I think he's a, uh, maybe a, maybe one of the top five half times, um, arguably. Um, he did a, he did a great job. I have no, I have no complaints except for, uh, Alicia Key vocals. Oh my god! <laughs> Why is she? What is I, going on? She just, she just, she's strange. Well, she, she definitely wasn't on vocal rest because she was promoting her and Swizz's thing in New York all last week. Yeah. Um, so there's that, but also like it's strange when she sings. It's like Ugh! it's like, like it's, from it's, the it's first, it was the fact it. that it was the first note, like the Very first, first note, Shawty. That was also awesome. you are playing the piano. You knew yeah. what the note was and what was coming. Yeah. Yeah, I want to say, okay, so my okay, so rundown wait. of the halftime, let me just say. Go ahead, do yours. Very, like, obsessed that he made it for us. I feel like it was for the Black people. For the period. poor. Mm-hmm. He did not kind of stray. Like, it was just super soulful. He gave us some fashion. He gave us, you know, like a sequined crop top and a high-waisted pant, which... Like, rock stars are just not doing that anymore at that level. I loved it. I love a sequin glove. I love a costume change. Um, I don't think we've seen a 15-minute sung live, full choreography medley like that since Chris Brown at Billboard Awards. Was that where he was jumping over tables? Jumping over tables. And it felt amazing to watch even then. And I think he was, like, 21 when that happened. Yeah, he was a kid. So for Usher to be middle-aged and at seven minutes stop and put on fucking roller skates to get through the rest of this is absolutely incredible i'm a forever fan i love that her had a rock star moment yeah her her kill like i'm obsessed with how Lil john came out alicia keys at that piano was sick and i mean i know the lord took her register for taking that man's husband but or that man's that lady's husband but that piano was absolutely gorgeous and that football field size train that was behind her that people are missing the fashion moment that we got there from Alicia Keys because we don't get that all the time but that custom sequined like showing off all of her thickness corseted like situation we got from Alicia Keys does not happen Mm -hmm. absolutely incredible love the show 
top to bottom. Love that he was like wrote a love letter to Vegas at the beginning with all the performers down on the field. Love, love, love that he included some HBCU moments in there with the band. Yeah. It was just black as fuck. And it was for me. And I'm going to play it again today. Yeah. No, he was though. He did his, he did his thing. I, like I said, I, I have no, no qualms or complaints. Wait, about any of the I, I need to give my review also as well. Um, <laughs> my, I knew Usher was going to kill it, obviously, because he's Usher. And I think what frustrates me lately about halftime performances is that I don't think people have realistic expectations of what a strong live performance of that scale looks like. Like, I don't know what folks' expectations are. So I was hearing or seeing some complaints about the fact that Usher drops some lyrics out sometimes, basically so he can breathe, right? And because Mm -hmm. he does such a high level of choreography, he has, he had no backing, he had no backing recorded live vocals. I mean, no recorded lead vocals. There was no backing track for his lead vocals. There's no background singers. There's no hype man. So, but even the lyric dropping out thing is intentional and it's, it's a lyric that kind of doesn't matter if that makes sense. Like there's a space in which he takes to do that. But I heard people being like, oh, if like his mic was dropping out and they didn't, the vocals didn't feel steady. And I'm like, do y'all really know the work it takes to sing and perform on the level he just did for 15 fucking minutes? Like, they don't are know. you kidding me? Because a lot of people like, it was eh, it was And I'm like, what's wrong with you? Like, folks are on crack. Seriously, I just don't, I don't understand what people expect from live performance at, at all. It was and I grant, granted, everything moved very quickly. So maybe you have to rewatch and live with it. Because when it was over, I was like, that couldn't have been 15 minutes. So it went so fast. It went so it fast. Real fast. It was real so fast. You definitely have to rewatch. And I agree to her moment was a superstar moment. The Alicia moment was visually stunning. I just don't care about Alicia. Um, no. I was just like, we could have done something else. We could have, we could have extended Lil John's moment. We could have done something. I don't know. But like the the strippers and Luda, but like it was like the the, the ending of it where the stage looked like it was shaking, and we brought eight, we, we turned the world to the eight, like it was all of that. Also, we had a full Atlanta crew, which I yeah. really really appreciate. Yeah, the whole production was Atlanta people, mm-hmm. and I'm just I, and also there was an extra drum set on stage. Usher's drummer died. Um. Oh, yeah, um, Aaron Spears. Aaron Spears. Oh, like, when was it? Before the holidays or right at the top of the year? Yeah, right before, not long before the holidays, yeah. Not long before the holidays. His drum set mm-hmm. was on stage, empty, along with the drum set that was actually yeah. That yeah. just goes to the thoughtfulness and the kind of performance yeah, that he like, is. Like, like come on. So, like, do you know, how much, you know how much space a drum set takes up on mm-hmm. a stage plot? You know, hell, like, the fact that you actually did that with all that you had going on. Yeah, it just um there were so many little bits of it that showed how thoughtful and intentional and professional Usher is. I'm so happy for him. Um, it looked like it was like a whole family reunion in Vegas, like Eric, like all the Atlanta people. You yeah, know? everybody was there. All the Atlanta people. Is that he's worked with the same people so closely his entire career, so it really yeah. was like a family, yeah. uh, family reunion situation. Have you all listened to the album yet? I did. Um. Uh... 
so about double albums, I think we always say this could have been shorter. But well, it's just not a double album. Yes, it is. It's like twenty some tracks on there. It's, it's a double vinyl for sure. I got the vinyl. Okay, okay. I didn't I know it was supposed to be a um, <sighs> It feels like a collection of singles. I don't know what he's doing with continuity, but it's kind of all over the place. Like, we immediately go into Good Good after the first song, which is a breakup song. And then the next song is like, You're My A-Town Girl. Mm-hmm. It's kind of... It's all over the place. It's all over the place. And I feel like if it were sequenced properly and maybe cut like two or three of the yeah. tracks, it it would be fantastic. But it's just... I thought I th- I think the initial plan I think I know the initial plan was for Jermaine and like Brian Michael Coxon to do the bulk of the record like they did with Confessions mm-hmm. and I don't know how that where that kind of changed along the way but I wish it would have been more of that because it would have been much more consistent sounding mm-hmm. and like not all over the place but this sounds like you said it's like twenty songs. 18 producers. You know what I'm saying? It's like this. Yeah. Every time, I think it's because like totally he's been working on it so long over time and just kind of. But that's why you need somebody. That's why you need a Jermaine, an executive producer. So even if you're working on things over it's time. Jermaine, not the EP? Well, if he is, I don't know. I don't know if he's EP or not. I know LA is, but I don't know if Jermaine is. But like, I, I said, know Jermaine, Jermaine and KP were both part of it. I thought Jermaine yeah, was. KP's AR person. I know Jermaine was supposed to, like I said, supposed to be, you know, kind of like a confessions type of thing. But I don't know how many um, songs Jermaine produced, but I know he didn't. He didn't do the bulk of them for sure. He did, you know, if, if there's twenty, he probably did four or five, maybe. Um, but this the album's just all all over the place. I mean, yeah, I, I, yeah it's good individually. There isn't like a bad song on the album, but, but they kind of don't. They don't kind of don't make sense together a lot. None of, of it makes sense together, and yeah. I hate that for this era because it's about to get swallowed up by what everyone else is doing. Like it's gonna yeah. get eclipsed immediately. Yeah. And that yeah. sucks. But but again, great performance. You know, props to him um for the Super Bowl performance. He, he did his thing. He's an old pro. He's going on tour. I hear the ticket prices are astronomical. Yeah, yeah I'm out. I'm, I'm gonna wait closer to tour because some of that is not his pricing it's just the ticket master of it all. Yeah. I'm gonna wait gouging, to you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm probably gonna go to Baltimore versus DC too. Just Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um um, I, again, something I know y'all didn't listen to, but Kanye dropped his album on Friday morning, like Thursday night, Friday morning, whatever it was. Um, this, what's sad is he's such a dickhead that it's going to overshadow the fact that he, he made a really good album. Like this is to me, his best album since graduation, like top to bottom, the album is dope. But again, what a shame. yeah, he's got so much other shit, you know, constantly going on that I think it's going to overshadow the work. And he's, you know, he's not going to get on any TV shows, any outlets. No, nobody's going to accept him. So he's not going to perform this anywhere, be seen anywhere besides, um, you know, social media. So, I mean, I'm sure the stream, I'm sure I'm curious to see what the streaming numbers will be uh, between him and Usher um, this coming week. But yes, it's sad because again, he made it, it's actually a, Really good, and I don't, you know, I don't fuck with your man, but I, I gotta get props where they do. The album is dope. The shit is super dope. 
There's but, also um, like Ty Dolla Sign does what? Ty Dolla Sign's all yeah, he's all over the record. He's on page. Oh, yeah, so it's like a joint. Yeah, 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 it's a it's a joint record. So with the, that's the thing with them two together, Ty really balances it out because he keeps it like you know Kanye would do this thing a lot lately where he like make a record right then the beat be starting to knock and be okay and then he stop it and do all this dramatic shit all this type of yeah. stuff you don't really do that on this album because of Ty because Ty's parts kind of keep the records going so he, mm. he got away from that super over the top dramatic production and the shit's just knocking but and Ty yeah, Ty's on every record like it's it's really a joint album but um I'm gonna take your word for it because yeah, I'm yeah. never gonna go. nobody yeah a lot of people are like <laughs> And I understand why. I'm, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to convince anybody to listen. I'm just saying it's actually a really good record. But you know, for what it's worth. Um, what else we're going to talk about? Oh, let's talk. Let's talk a little TV. Um, so, did any of you watch the uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm? You know, it came back on. <laughs> I watched the premiere. Yeah. Yeah, the premiere was dope. I didn't watch it last night. I'm going to watch it sometime this week. But the premiere was dope. Okay. Um, was the premiere the one with the with the voting line? Yes. Yes. I saw part of it. I saw the end yes. of it. Yeah, Hilarious. Yeah. yeah. So this is the last season. Um, I'm very curious to see where they're going to go. They are, even on the first episode, they brought people back from like Leon's aunt. Um, they brought her back yeah, from that yeah, season. Yeah. They, I wonder if they're going to bring other people back from past seasons and stuff like that. But it was it was funny. They pick up right where they left off. She was dope. Um, did y'all watch Abbott? Of course. Yeah, Abbott was dope. They, they, you know, they I love Abbott. I will it. say, if what do you think this... about the? What do you think about the? Um, well, okay, well, not to cut you off, but I got to ask you two things. What do we? Um, they drive me up the wall with the Janine. Uh, what's his name? The teacher Gregory. I was just about Gregory. to say that if this Janine and Gregory thing doesn't bubble over by like mid season, end of this season at the latest, I think we're all over it. Like, I couldn't believe he turned done. it down. I could not believe that. I think he's so like deadpan and so pensive about every little thing. Yeah, he's so it makes tight. sense yeah. that he was like, okay, I turned my brain off to that. And yeah, like, I yeah. feel like when they finally do get together, he wants to give it a thousand percent. Yeah. And he can't if he was like, all right, I've, I've shifted my mind now. But then he says stuff, but it's crazy. He says stuff like, yo, I miss this. I miss us talking. It's like. Well, they are great friends. I think before he ever saw her that way, he was always like, she's dope. She's the one that's trying to get me to realize I'm a great teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they built a friendship. And she means well. And she means well. Right, right, right. And then he saw her at the club and it was kind of like, oh, she could she, be. She, she like, bad. She could be. Yeah, she exactly. could be white. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, yeah, I think we're running out of patience for that. Yeah, it's like, I mean, man, this is driving us. Some... What do you think about um, the Italian teacher turning old boy down? Um, it sucks that they broke up. Like that's... That but, but I mean, also, but I, I get she's... why they broke up because he's like, yo, I I want you all the way, and if I can't have you, I can't take seventy percent, like eighty percent or whatever. Like if it's not a hundred, yeah. can't do this shit. You know, I, if if nothing else, Miss Shimenti's character is a hundred percent who she is. Absolutely. And, and very genuine in that. And I think it's right up her alley to like, like, I'm not going to suffer through this. I'm too old for this shit. You're going to always want to be married and I'm going to have to keep turning you down forever. Mm, yeah. And that's not, you know what I mean? Like, I get it. I see maybe he comes back because she does really love him. She does. Like, I don't think that's the end we see of any machine guy, but 
I, I get it. Yeah, I get it, but it's kind of like I get it, but it's like to be whatever age they are and to find that love. Mm-hmm. You know, at that age, it's going to be hard to find it. Not impossible, but very hard. And to find it and to walk away from it is like, damn. Like, but also, older women are not trying to get married. Yeah, that's not it. Like, I want you to just choose me. I have what I have. You have what you have. I don't think a piece of paper is going to, you know, like exactly. I have to be able to be free to walk away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, you know, the show is great because they mix obviously a lot of humor in with like you know real life shit. You know, yeah, and I mean, I I kind of hate the cadence that the um the district guy speaks with Manny. Oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> something yeah. about the way he talks. That's like. I, I, I can't. Something's gonna happen. Something's gonna. I want, something's gonna. Ha- Do you think he likes Janine? That's that's just it. I can't tell because yeah. the way he talks, like he talks to everybody like that. Like it's corporate weird. speak kind of thing. Yeah. Yes, it's weird. Yeah. So who knows? Something's gonna, something's gonna happen with him. I don't know what they're, they're setting that up to, to for something to happen. But um, also, yeah. like, very funny. I'm so glad we oh, got yeah. season Crazy three. Funny. I'm glad we got Ava back. I was nervous she was really going to, like, be yeah. into her job. And I'm so glad back she's, that like, ass up, which regular great. principal Ava. Like, what a yeah. great storyline that was. Yeah. So yeah. I'm looking forward to the season. I think it's going to yeah. be great. It was dope. It was dope. I, I enjoyed that a lot. Um, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I'm a fan. Excellent. Phenomenal. So good. Yo, I, and like, I don't, Sean's not with us. I think he's the only one in the group chat that was like, ah, not yeah. for me. But I think 75% is pretty good. I don't I don't understand why, where did Donald Glover hate comes from? I don't, I really don't. No, no, no. I don't think what we were seeing when you the really trailer dropped was Donald hate. Glover hate really, I, I really don't. I don't think it was hate initially. I think it was the takeaway you get from the film, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, is that these people are fucking hot. That they were so hot that they blew up their marriages to other people to be together because the sexual chemistry was that wild on that set. That's what mm. we took away from that spy movie. Mm. Wasn't the storyline, we don't care that they're assassins. It's that they were so fucking hot. So when we get a series that drops that's called Mr. and Mrs. Smith, and the two main characters are not smoking hot people we don't care about the storyline it feels crazy to even make it with these two people i don't know that it was like i hate donald glover it might have devolved into yeah, that I mean, as everything know, does on the even, internet but even he got swarm and was like ah is this like i don't know i don't get it i think that people should just give it a chance it is it's not dope. The only thing it has in common with the movie, besides the name, is that these people are assassins. Assassins and spies, yeah. Spies, yeah. Like, it's that angle. Everything else is completely new mm-hmm. and fire. Yeah. So good. Now, you know, you know um, uh, that's Donald's real mother that played his mother on the show. Shut up, really? Yeah, that's his mother. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I knew that. Mm-hmm. She's exactly also mother. very warm. I liked her. Yeah. Cause she's a real mother. <laughs> I'm saying like she's really that person, you know. But um, like even the stuff she was saying to, I mean, spoiler, to the, to the, the sister-in-law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. I yeah. will say, people would have been. Well, I know my people. People on my timeline would have been more apt to watch this if Michaela Cole 
and um, Maya Erskine's characters were switched. Oh, so Michaela was the, was the wife. If she was the wife, yeah, I feel I, like that would have that would have been fire. Actually, that would have been super fire. But you know what though? Sadly, if Michaela Cole and Donald would have been the leads, it would become a black thing, a black, a thing. black film, and supposed to dismiss Mrs. Smith. So I understand why they, could, you know, for I marketing totally purposes. Get it. But yeah, but, but Michaela was that quiet. little tweet would have killed like that would have blown it out of the park. Michaela's, for me. Right Michaela's now, it's a nine out of ten. And I love the way Michaela's character was because at first I, I I didn't I wasn't at first I didn't get the spoiler alerts for everybody. At first I didn't get that she was a Smith. Yeah, she was just like a chick he met, and then I was like, "Oh wait, she's a Smith." Yeah, yeah, and then he was like, "Where's my wife?" The the whole shit with the whole the the acting. Like first, I'm so scared that I drop a teacup, and now I'm like kicking everybody's ass. Like so good. Because she was scared, I think, because because she was a Smith, she knew as a Smith, like she would really kill her. You know what I'm saying? I don't think she was a Smith. I think she was a spy from another agency. Yeah, she was a Smith from another agency. Yeah. She was the equivalent of a Smith from another yeah, equivalent agency. Of Smith. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah but this but, there, but, it, but what's interesting is that there really was some level of emotional affair. Oh, yeah. Because yes. even when he first walked in, before he realized what was going on, like he came in on some, like, yo, he, nigga, like the nigga. No, no, no. He said he knew she was there. He always knew. He always knew she was there. No, he Hi-hi didn't told him. They sent her there. Hi Hi sent her there. sent him there. Yeah. He told her Hi Hi told him that she was there. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, but the show, the the Mr. Mrs. Smith is super dope. The the spin is this one is more about how it would feel to become the spy person or whatever and have to be in a relationship, a marriage with somebody you literally didn't know like yesterday. And yeah. how that grew, how that how that relationship, you know, grew, developed the ups and downs of the ebbs and flows, the trials and tribulations of it. So it was really more about the the, the arc of a relationship right. than them being spies. Um, and you know what that meant in the beginning, what that meant in the middle, but they didn't want to have kids and that. And know what else they I like that kids. It's yeah. fucking crazy. Yeah, but then when his mother explained it though, then you understood why. Um, I get it, but also like yeah. you can't be a spy if you want to. You have can't to be a spy, yeah. Sorry. And also liked the subtle, the subtlety of as the show went on, you watched both of them, especially Donald, get more comfortable with Rich. Like it was yes. like subtle shit. Like the gear got better and got better, and like it was like, oh yeah, you know, I'm, we we went here and we went there. Like they weren't like wide eyed anymore. They were just kind of used to like they were in Lake Cuomo, and they were like, oh yeah, what a house? It was like nigga, like what are you talking about? But also, and me and Trav kind of disagreed on this. But like, my nigga, you we're not gonna buy a house and not talk to me about it. He wanted to surprise her. We're not going to buy a Lake Cuomo yeah, I'm, cottage I'm, um, on the water and not have it. We're not. Are you crazy? You can surprise you me with a boat think, ride. But, but Inka, I house. think that's I think that's a very distinct man versus woman thing because a lot of men Absolutely. think that buying that buying their wife or fiance a house is like surprise and every woman I know is like I will fucking stab you if you buy me a house and you don't tell me and because me and Jason have had that same conversation like don't buy me a fucking house where they have no input in are you kidding me 
yeah no are you crazy no yeah that was the the, the show was the show was excellent um I, I, you know i'm interested i wonder if they'll do more first of all we don't know what if well they, it's donald's the executive producer so i don't know if he's gonna do i think yeah. it's a one and done yeah. maybe yeah, we do it if we do another season it'll be two, different, two different that's all I'm about to say it could be two yeah. different in the two different scenarios Which is an kind of idea i love yeah i'd like to but. see two different people whole different scenario i um, really like the other i knew something was up other couple yeah, because I was like, there's no way y'all should be this chummy with these motherfuckers. Y'all yeah. are still spies. Um, the tension in that episode was really, really well done. Right. Because I felt like at any moment. When they first, when they first met? Yeah. 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 I also feel like I need to go back and watch the movie, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, because I don't remember any of it. <laughs> exactly. You remember that they was hot and trying to kill each other. And trying so to kill each other. Like, that's yeah. literally all I remember. I don't remember shit about it. So I feel yeah. like I need to go back. But everybody told me going in, because Jason said his boy described it as the most boring but interesting thing that you're going to watch. And by boring, what he meant was like, there's no, the action. It wasn't heavy action. It wasn't crazy it with was the all, action. It was yeah. all about the unfurling of this relationship, which I think mm-hmm. is a, a fantastic and genius concept is that you feel like you're about to watch this spy caper situation, but what it's really about mm-hmm. is about the layers of relationships, right? Like, yep. When they were in therapy and trying to translate the stuff they were talking about to the therapist, and when he laughed at her for saying, what else, like, who killed you, or I killed, or die, yeah, motherfucker. You die, motherfucker. <laughs> Yo, when he started laughing, I was crying. That was the yeah, funny. He was yeah. like, who are you talking to? Who is that for? Did I miss your first movie? Yo, that shit was so funny. Yeah. Or when, and- he, when he was with the black dudes, and yeah, oh, yeah. Like, okay. and she just so started that shit was mad funny. So funny. And that's what, that was the brilliance of it is that it really is like relationship bullshit is always relationship bullshit. Exactly. Yes. And I, th- oh. I thought it was interesting with the black dudes. It was so much like subtle fly shit that Donald put in there. Like I thought it was interesting with the black dudes, like how I feel like she was kind of a little low key jealous that he was have be able to have that relation, that kind of cultural relationship with them. But she's her- a sociopath. Yeah, but that too. But the, the fact that he was having such a good time, it, it felt like when she shot them, he was kind of like, damn, you shot my man. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, even though he was there to kill them too. Yeah, yeah, we had to kill him, like, but like... Let me at least finish the conversation. He was like, let me rock damn. for a minute. Damn. Yeah, yeah, we, I finally yeah. got some barbershop conversation and you just killing my whole shit. You right, because you can't have no friends in that line yeah, exactly. of work. Like, let me man. get this off. Yeah. You had to shoot him like right then. God damn, we was in the middle of some shit. We talking, drinking shit, playing cards, you know? Nah, I, it was great. I, I, I highly recommend everybody watch. Um, it's been a week now, but we can, um, we should at least mention the Grammys. Um, came on last Sunday, right? Yeah, last Sunday. Last you know? Sunday. Yeah. I want to say <clears throat> very underwhelmed by the fashions. Yeah, everybody, you know, the, the the men were very basic. So basic. Just like, you know, so okay, a suit or a tux. In my mind, best dressed men's Lionel Richie, because he looked like a fucking rock star. Lionel, Lionel suit was slide, the black suit with the sparkles on was slide. Tailored perfectly, a little bit mm-hmm. of sparkle, hair cloth mm-hmm. just right, not a lot of mm-hmm. jewelry, but he, it's giving aging rock star. Yeah, yeah. Rich, I still rich, belong here. Rich as hell, rich as hell, older man. <laughs> rich as fuck. Yeah, not rich a, as fuck. Nothing out of place. Nothing. 
still a little bit sexy. Different kind mm-hmm. of shirt up under mm-hmm. the suit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Best dress easily for me. And then Blue Ivy for the ladies. Okay. Blue, Age yeah. appropriate in Vivian Westwood. Oh, that you know, her signature mm-hmm. like braids um, with the, yeah, the long braids, yeah. middle part bust now we're into mm-hmm. it and then the boot to keep it edgy and then my, my girl had an evening bag we stand <laughs> I'm very into blue, it blue look, blue look good um, blue I, so have, good. I admit two performances that night definitely made me drop a tear or two the Tracy Chapman performance was unbelievable to me and it was unbelievable sure because, because sure. the background of that is tracy has stopped she stopped performing i think she yeah. has some type of anxiety thing so she yeah. hasn't performed in forever you know like she's records huge you know so her publishing checks are crazy so she's I'm, I'm sure she's living very comfortably but so for her to hit for i don't know what it even took for luke james and the people to convince luke her to comes. come out and then you can see when she started playing the riff and everybody like went crazy. And everybody recognized her. Yeah, you yeah. can see her yeah. like, oh shit. Her eyes got a little misty. Because like, my guess is that level. she never. My guess is that she never got that. That level. Like that. Nah. As big as Fast Car was, she didn't. She, I don't remember like as much as it was a critical darling. Yeah, it won a Grammy and all that shit. But yeah, like, I don't think she got that kind of warmth. And warm. also like. I just want to give Luke Combs a shout out because this is this is how you celebrate yep. an artist whose work you are covering, right? Like right. he was he looking at back. her like, I cannot believe she's on stage. He sent right. her in the performance. He made it her yep. moment. He didn't even he bring also a, put he didn't the guitar down. He didn't yep. play. Yes, yes. yes. He made that her moment and he wrote this effusive like thank you to her afterwards like this is this is how you tribute someone right yeah. like yeah. that's that's how you do this for real even when even when she was singing he would be mouthing her words like he was so yeah open. he was, was so, in it he was and in also it. she sounded perfect great. she looked great looked so Chapman is 59 years old she looked great she looks great she looks like and she's I'm so living glad. real good she looks like she's living real good you know what I'm, I'm saying? so glad she's getting her flowers I'm also so glad people are rediscovering her work yeah. because yeah. and I mean it's hard to be the first and she was very yeah. much the and first knows, sort of alternative she, somewhat non-binary presenting yep. who was singing folk music yep. or, and blues music right. over acoustic guitar and I told somebody I'm playing a, that shit. I told someone I'm I'm sorry to for the cross talk. Y'all yeah. listeners, I'm sorry for the cross talk. This is what happens on Zoom. We can't when we're all <laughs> starting at the same time. It's hard. Um I was gonna say I told someone that you might be able to relate to this job, but you've been an executive your whole life. One of the things once I got into the business is that when I would listen to some older music and think about the context of things and, and once I knew how much it takes not just to get signed, but to get signed to get your album done and then get your album done and get the single work and get the single work and like them actually work it. Like mm-hmm. sometimes I hear stuff and I'm like, I can't believe they worked that single. And, and that's the one thing with Tracy. Like I'm amazed that Tracy got signed and they actually worked the fucking single. Like I'm, I'm amazed they gave it a shot. Well, the, okay. um, the guy uh, who went Electra at the time, Bob Krasnow, he signed her directly. So they didn't have a choice. Like the head of the company signed her directly because he was an A&R person. Um, he passed away, I think, a few years ago. But um, 
but yeah, but that again, so, but, but even with that said, like again, such an alternative record, a black woman who, like I said, you know, was, was non-binary, lesbian, whatever you I want guess to call it. Androgynous like, is the word. Androgynous, you know, she, she didn't have, she didn't wear makeup. She had the little, little dreads at that Maybe time, dreads. which was, which was, you know, <laughs> something very controversial. Like, it's very like, who the fuck is that, you know? Um, yeah, we yeah, had no mainstream singers with no, not no, women back then. Fuck no, not women, no. no way, no way. Um, but that was great. And the other one that made me, but made even, me oh, I'm sorry, I was just gonna oh, say go the single is even so it's so different than we're used to hearing like that super delayed chorus. She had three yeah. verses before we even got mm-hmm. to the drop of the song, mm-hmm. and then an acoustic, like, and it's like a know? five and a half minute song, which is yeah. like, yeah, yeah. And the other one that made me emotional was uh, Joni Mitchell, because um, she had an aneurysm just within the last year or two. I can't remember when, so, which, you know, she's 80, I think she's 80 or 81 now, um, mm-hmm. which is why she had the cane and why she's sitting down. But, like, that shit, just having her sing that song was, like, crazy, you know? Yeah, people. I know Brandy Carlisle was up there, like, couldn't believe it. It was good. So I think a, it was a little long. I mean, but it's Joni Mitchell. Let it, it's, it's fine. Yeah, let it, let be it yeah, yeah, yeah. legend. So for as long as so be it. Um, this but, show uh, was for sure for the the olds. It was for yeah. old niggas like us. But all, but all, all most. Well, I'm gonna say all. Most, I'd say eighty five percent of the performances to me were top notch. Oh, for sure. I think Molly Cyrus killed with a, her just overwhelming joy. I know you don't like, but just with her joy of like, yeah, me. like she was, a, she was, just, yeah, so I am happy for her. Yeah, this her feels like her lane. It exactly. feels like exactly where she exactly. should be. Yep. Yeah, she killed. Flowers is a great song. Okay, so it's, it's, it's undeniable. A, a fucking monster. Um, yeah. uh, who else, someone else killed too? Um, who am I blanking on that killed? Uh, I can't even remember. That feels like Travis Scott, he bugged out with throwing the chairs. It's like, come on, be sit down. That was underwhelming for me, Travis Scott. I don't know why he it, was... It was underwhelming for everybody. I don't think anybody okay. was going to do it. Um, I'm blank, I'm totally I think Dua Lipa felt underwhelming. Dua was okay. Yeah, she, oh, Fantasia killed. Oh, yes. With the, the Tina Turner tribute. I knew it was something big that I was forgetting. Yes, Fantasia it was. killed the Tina Turner tribute. Like the, she's, you know, she's got that energy anyway, but she just killed with the dancing and the, walking yeah. through the crowd and all that. She was she was super dope. Um, I really loved the in memoriam, how they broke it up. It wasn't just one um, performance. Fire. And yeah. John Batiste is like, I get it. He's, he he's a prodigy, but I love that like he got a little churchy and a little black for a few yeah, and, he bought, and it was dope that he bought out um, Sounds and, of Blackness. Yeah. And Nesby. And Nesby. Yeah, that was, that was incredible. Um, was yeah, I really loved that. I thought SZA did a good job. With her performance as well, uh, did, I guess I did good. I love the Kill Bill yeah. angle. Yeah, yeah, the Kill Bill shit. Now that girl is that girl from from Instagram, the black girl. Oh yeah, is, yeah, the one that does the nunchucks and the swords. And stuff. Yeah, that was yeah. dope. They brought her out. So you know, I love over, seeing Lizzo, and I'm glad she got to give SZA the award. Yeah, know, we haven't best, seen Lizzo in a bit, and she looked really, yeah. really good, and I'm really yeah, happy. She did. She did. She's and back. Her, her SZA are like legit besties so like yeah they came up together they came up together so yeah but i thought i thought the show was really well done i thought it was really well done it moved it moved quickly there was no kind of lags there was no mistakes mm-hmm. that we saw anyway oh we, oh, we gotta discuss whole speech we do um i think 
we know he kind of speaks for Beyonce. He's like, like how they have that skip evil Obama and what Obama is really Good cop, bad cop. Good cop, bad cop. Yes. Um, But I think he... I, how am I going to say this? I don't think that he realizes, or maybe he does, that like B is going to take all of the bad and all of the backlash from whatever he's saying. They're not going to kind of troll Skip him and be upset with him about what he's saying, even though what he was saying was true. Mm. It was. It was also that whole moment was very cringe. It's Dr. Dre having his own like lifetime kind of award. What are we doing? And then. <laughs> jay-z getting it and basically shitting on the moment yeah it was interesting yeah i I didn't the part i wanted more clarity on is what do you mean by people who don't deserve to be in a category like what are you talking about fam what what do you you mean what does he mean i think album of the year um take that one maybe he's not speaking about that um year specifically but we all we've all disagreed with what is even being nominated in the category like things but like I, this but it's but not, pop, but it's not wait, a popularity it's not popularity well, actually, the year is not popularity? it depends some years some years it is popularity it depends we've seen some years where it's the critical darling and we've seen some years where it's just the album you couldn't get away from that's the challenge with all of these grammy categories is that there is no one static measurement for what people actually vote on and for what wins year over year. But I think but that... To my Jay, point, that's why you can't say nobody deserves to be but, in the category. But I don't think he was saying... I think that he wasn't being as shady as people think. We talk about some of you don't belong in a category. I don't think he just meant album of the year because he was saying in general, some of you will feel like you were robbed. Some of you did get robbed. We talk a lot about how songs are in categories they don't belong in in general in mm-hmm. terms of the genre lines that the Grammy committee draws i don't think he was being talking just about the big four or album of the year i think right, he was right, actually right. talking about because his criticism was to the grammys i think he was right. talking about the fact that the grammys hasn't figured out how to actually allow people to measure their music in the, in the proper parameters or whatever right it's just that it's it's tough because and, and this is not based on him because he actually you know said and he admitted it which i i did appreciate appreciate He's like, we say we don't want it. We say we're going to boycott, but then we watch it. <laughs> and, and when we win, right. we want the award. So it's kind of like, you know. That's so it, true. It's, it's very true. And I respected him saying that. He's like, yeah, I was wondering yeah. why, why Will and them didn't, didn't boycott, but then, you know, then I, I boycotted, but I still watched. So I'm guilty right. of it too. Like, so, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I hate to be like old, but it's kind of almost like, uh, so and one side of me was saying like, ah, was this the time for this speech? But then on the other side of me was saying like, if now, the, if not now, then when? Right. You know, Shake so I don't know. I, yeah, like when is he going to get the chance to say that again in front of uh, that many people? Right. Know, so, and know. also, so was, sometimes it just man, doesn't kind of like flex, you know. Sometimes it's you don't belong in a category. Sometimes your shit is just not great. I'm sorry, but because of who you are and because of maybe you had a great career and not not got recognized before now, you put out a, a last-ditch effort kind of album and that gets awarded for past mistakes. You know what I'm saying? Mm, mm, yeah. I think that happens a lot. And fuck that. I agree. Yeah. Oh, back to the Super Bowl real quick. Um, this year, I, didn't rem- I don't really re- even remember the commercials. 
I do in the Duncan commercial, the Dunkings commercial. The Duncan was the only one that stood out to me. In that the shit. Duncan commercial. Hilarious. And the amount of Jesus commercials. Yeah, what was that? Was a little unsettling. They were all AI images, which was also really unsettling. Yeah, because when I first started watching the feed, I was like, hey, what's going on with the feet watching? That was uncomfortable. Like, yeah, a lot of people were like, how many ad budget does Jesus have? In the Super Bowl, but then I was like, oh yeah, because they don't pay taxes. So, yeah. And then... The RFK Jr. spot was horrific. Mm. That was yeah, really he apologized for it this morning. But he, but it's still his pin tweet, which it's is still his pin tweet, yeah. um, that was that was him superimposing his face or the super pack, so he says, superimposing his face over JF, one of JFK's ads from the sixties. Mm. For me, and there's some commercials I missed because I kind of tuned out in the second half. Um, mm-hmm. I was caught up in the Usher analysis and the Beyonce whatever. But so I still have some commercials to catch up on. But Dunkings for me was a winner because everything about it, right? Like yeah. the way Jen rolled her eyes when they came in, like to him being like, "Am I? Am my friend over here?" And you know, <laughs> man, like, oh my god! And like Tom Brady being in it, yeah, yeah Tom Brady being it, Fat Joe popping in at the end yeah, of it, Fat like the whole. He's like, you know. It's the what did he say? Get ready for the Boston. I can't remember Boston Massacre. Like what? Well, like yeah. the whole shit yeah. was just so corny. Husband shows yeah. up at the door. Like it was fantastic. It was. Yeah. I loved everything. But about also, it. like that J Lo is the worst actor that was in that commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Girl. Um, yeah, so good. So. Oh, I like the me- Michael Sarah Sarah B commercial too. Which was nothing but a take on the Strong J meeting to me from. Yeah. Boom- I felt like it was just the Strange meeting from Boomerang. Which yes. I love how awkward yeah. he is and how he kind of plays into it. Plays the awkward me. shit, yeah. Oh, um, and shout out to Quinta for getting the Turbo Tax checks. We love to see it. Yeah, shout out to Quinta for getting a for getting a commercial. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's big. Yeah. Um, I want to give I want to give a shout out to Khalees, um, who seems to be getting like better looking at like super fine. Not that she wasn't before. I keep saying videos like, now, of her she talking about. Was, and huh? I'm like, what are you even saying? I can't even like hear her <laughs> in the videos the first time. Because I was just like, Jesus what? Christ, like, what How is happening? Look this good, yeah, crazy. The and she's thing. always like scantily clad. Yeah, or the, the clothes are super, or the clothes are super tight. You know what I'm saying? We see everything. today in like yeah. overalls in, with no shirt under it. Exactly, but I'm in Ghana. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> so her skin really? is retarded. Um, she has, a, has she actually has a skincare line. Um, I'm, I'm she sells a bunch of organic shit from that farm. Yeah, she's found her, she's she's found her like, niche. Farm to table. I'm cooking yeah. all these things. I sell seasonings. Yep. You can get a smoked chicken from her yep. two times a year. Like found her niche. Um, and I got a prop for like bouncing her. bouncing back from you know losing her husband not long ago. I think it was two three years ago. Not um, too long passed, after they bought the farm, um, yeah, he passed I mean, from a really aggressive cancer in cancer, about a yeah. year. Happened quick, yeah. So, like yeah. you know, a lot of a lot of people would have um, had to take a lot of time off to grieve. And I'm not saying she hasn't grieved. I'm sure she has. I'm sure she's still grieving in her own way. But she, the way she's kind of turned this corner and become, uh, I don't even know. I mean, I guess kind of like our version of Gwyneth Paltrow, but not as weird. Um, no, because, she like actually works. Yeah, exactly. She actually <laughs> does shit and travels the world, and she's very respectful. And she, you know, she just um, 
She looks good and looks like she's just living her best life. And I, I look forward to every IG post. I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit, the police post up. You know what I'm saying? Man, I I'm, love I'm always, like I said, I'm always the first 30 seconds. I'm like, God damn it, this is bad. <laughs> I <laughs> love when like, for Black women, especially when their second act really aligns with who they are and yeah. that kind of like glow that comes from that yep. makes me happy. Yeah, because I mean, this her, her kind of re-entry was the whole Beyonce controversy with the sample and stuff. That was kind of her reentry into pop culture. Not to say into she went mainstream. Yeah, yeah, but she. Yeah. But I love that she she didn't dwell on that. She right, like, right, she right. Whatever. I don't know what happened business wise. I don't know got worked out. But like she well, did. They it's just over. Took, and she moved, they took and that she interpolation moved. off the digital yeah. pieces of the song and, and the you know physical ones. Man, yeah. moving forward, and she, and she moved on. She doesn't she talk about it anymore. It's not about her thing. She's moved on. It's like I moved on. And I'm like I said, I'm doing organic chickens and I'm I'm picking up <laughs> eggs in the morning, literally from the chickens. Almonds and now I'm in, in, in Nairobi looking at the fucking oh landscape. Yeah, she's yeah, in Zanzibar and shit. Like she's, she's I'm I'm a fan. I am a huge fan, Khalees. <laughs> I'm a huge fucking fan. Your shout outs are always hilarious. Yeah, I got I had to. I had to, man. She was just Ish. Um, I want to. Um, this is a short, a short, shorter show, but I want to. We have to mention um, Monique on the Shannon Sharp show. And before I even get to Monique, what, what's happening now? I'm not surprised at this, and I think it's going to happen more. Is other black comedians now are taking shots at Shannon, Mike Epps, the Corey Holcomb dude, um, somebody else that took a shot too, because. Because to me, they're mad that they're not on the show. So it's like now, because now Shannon's gay and Shannon looks That's like what it feels like. it's like you just mad because Shannon, Shannon's really pissed off at Mike Epps because Mike Epps said Shannon called him and asked him to be on the show, and Shannon basically was like, "No, nigga, you called me to ask yeah, me to be yeah. on my show, and I said no." So now you're spinning it like I called you so you can get jokes off when you're mad that you're not on, you, you haven't been on the show. And, and yeah. I'm sure there's going to be more people like that too. Like, cause like you said, comedians are miserable people by nature. So basically they're like, <laughs> and haters and haters. Yeah. And, and I'm telling you, then the first time Shannon has a white comedian on that show, it's going to be World War Three because all, all niggas is going to be mad at that. Yeah. You know, but, um, but, um, so you know he's he's took this club Shay Shay thing and took it to it after the Cat Williams thing especially it's going to a whole nother level. Um, yeah. So last last week's guest was Monique, mm-hmm. um, who also did three hours where she discussed everything you know mm-hmm. discussed everything talked about Tyler Perry and Oprah she talked about um, the Parkers and getting jerked on that she talked about her life and uh, being abused as a child and. Um, mm. talked about everything. She got at Shannon about dating young girls. Like, nigga, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, you got to get a, get you a old gal who gonna rub your feet down to the night. Oh my god! Sidebar. Go I saw a clip of him. You know how him and Ojo do the thing. Yeah, he said he don't need no pussy. Whatever. I was like, wait a minute, nigga. Nigga, what? who do you think you are going to find <laughs> in 2024 if yeah, you're I'm not like, going down to the basement? Nigga, but beside sidebar from that sidebar. So I was watching, um, I caught up on some realities. Um, With that mouth? Are you kidding me? I'm sorry. I, I watched, um, what's it called? Married to Medicine. 
And so the new married to medicine, there's a new couple of married to medicine. There's a, a doctor, an African guy who's a doctor, and his wife is, I think she's a dentist. Yeah, she's, she's, they're both dentists. He's a both, dental yeah, okay. surgeon. He's a oh, okay, surgeon. okay, okay. She's from she's from the states. She's born and raised from the states. Um, yes. and he's from I think Nigeria. And he's he Nigerian. he said on the show, I don't eat no pussy. He said we don't he do said that. Probably. In our, and he don't get head either. He said in our culture, yeah. and it's don't, taboo, yeah, don't, and we don't yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah, like like you can't, yeah, you can't give me head. <laughs> And I'm not eating your pussy. I'm, and I looked at his wife like, God damn, you are. To me. And I look, they, they are. I just want to say, he ain't speaking for all Nigerians. I just want to throw that out there. Well, even, even, so even, Ph- even Phaedra was like, the one I had, dude. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, what the fuck is you talking about? And also, like, I just looked at his wife, who obviously dated people, I'm assuming dated people before she met him. Yeah. She probably knows what she is has been missing for these years. No, she said, "No, you could get down there some more." I'm yeah, like, nigga, like because he was he, like, "It depends on what my wife wants," and she was like, "No, we nigga, like, come like, on, come on with it. What's up?" I'm like, "What is what the trend is that? I don't even understand that type of trend." He's that new couple is very weird, and yeah, they're very weird. Honestly, so, you gotta remind so like, me that they're even there half the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah, I yeah. do like her. I think she's. I like her. Lovely. I think. Yeah, she's, I like her. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, so Sh- Shannon also said, I was like, okay, nigga, you tripping <laughs> crazy. It makes sense that he is uncoupled. It does. It makes sense. It does. He's not, he, he's not trying to spend no money. He's no. not dating in an age, age range that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And you're not blowing my mind in the bed. Yeah, so what are we doing here? What's What's happening? What are we doing here? Yes, yeah, you of... have a tongue like that that you can barely wrap words around. Okay, come on, we're getting, we're getting too graphic here. Pause, pause. Jeffrey, <laughs> my life. You you gotten more graphic than this at points. Let her let her cook. Oh I'm just saying, it's what it looks like. So oh. I show up thinking this is what it's gonna be. And then you spring that on me, I'm out. You're looking at me like I'm, I, ain't, I ain't doing that. Who, but, who, but who doesn't do that in 2024? Also, Shannon like, Sharp. Don't make you like that doesn't make any sense to me. That's Shannon not Sharp. It's not a thing. Um, I don't know if y'all mentioned this because I tapped out for a second. My issue with Mo continues to be like she wants to alternate between being Maya Angelou and like. Just, just being Monique from Queens of Comedy. Monique and like, from the block. Yeah, I need you to either be the elder fucking deaconess, you know, or or yeah. be Mo. Like you talking about Cat Williams talking about when that baby was sitting here and talking about Taraji talking about that. But these people are three and two years younger than you. What the fuck? Shannon, yeah, they're not your babies. Shannon is a year younger than you. You talking about? Let's see, Auntie, ma'am, you like I just. Can we can we, that to me it by it bothers me deeply because she is taking on this self-assumed like I'm the mother and I guess it started with charm school. I'm I've still been trying to figure out like when this shit started and I guess it started with charm uh, school. Probably charm school, yeah, probably charm I'm school. I'm like, who made Monique the fucking arbiter auntie. of auntie, the auntie arbiter of respectability? Um, okay. what do you think I, about I can't that? I'm not gonna watch the whole thing. I can't watch the whole thing. I definitely have watched the whole thing. Um, reminds me so much of my aunt that passed. That I can't oh, even. Okay. Okay, I but somebody right. said one of my friends said like 
it's crazy when somebody's right and they still make it really difficult to like to agree with them. Yeah. And that's my oh, thing. Monique sure. is like, it's like you write, but you write in the wrong way. Is exactly. But also, like, what, what, what exactly do you feel like you need to that you need to air that Tyler Perry needs to publicly address with you? What, what, yeah. what do you think? Why do you think that's a thing that's ever going to happen? That was some, I saw. I forget who it was. Somebody made a great point online. They were like, "Look, um, you're, you know, you were mad because you know they wouldn't pay you. They don't pay anybody. They wouldn't pay you to go to Confield. But you said you, you know, you made you." fulfilled all your requirements of your agreement and to go to con was extra and she said but see this is what she trips herself up because she said they offered me an extra week at con just to chill all mm-hmm. paid for like you come there with your family your husband we got you covered you do this and for that's what they do they pay expenses they're not gonna give you no cash wow. and that's not cheap fucking con for a week come on bro that's just wild yes. expenses. no one gets money for those appearances though nobody they just does. take no. care of your, your shit so right like nobody gets money you... sorry jeffrey nobody gets money for the not only do you not get money for your appearances it is usually contractual that you go to these things also, though, most people have a contractual bonus if you win these major awards, so it actually benefits you. Go, go do the shit. But also, also like, who knows but also like, go do shit and network. Your yeah. husband is your manager, and he would have gotten paid as part of your ex- expenses, yeah. right? So, so doesn't so, that come in your household either way? Geez, they were just being, just trying to be hardcore, and 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 and, and somebody said, I forget what somebody said, so it made a good point. It's like, yo, like, don't we can't forget that Tyler. Oprah and other other producers, you know, invested millions of dollars into this project, and and got got oh, well Lee Daniels, I'm sorry Lee Daniels, but they've invested million dollars into this project, and you know it it did well, and um you can't now turn and they paid you you know whatever, and you can't now turn around and say and try to bully them into giving you more money because so, they got money on the line too. They're not they didn't do the shit for free, so her whole stance was. Was this office like, yo, if you go to, you know, awesome. Monique's the kind of person that's like, she works at nine to five and at 455, she's like, don't ask me for shit. Don't ask me, I don't believe it. Don't ask me, you gonna pay me more? Yeah. Me. Somebody said, oh. somebody said that, because uh, also now it's weird to me that it's become like a big story that artists don't get paid for Super Bowl performances. It's become a big story the past couple of years, even though no artist has ever been like, I want to get paid for mm-hmm. Super Bowl performances. But um, me and Jeff's friend, Tim, was like uh Sydney would would tell Monique not to perform at the Super Bowl unless they pay her. You know what I'm saying? It's like I mean, that. It's like that would. type of shit. Yeah. He absolutely would. Yeah. It's just I, so the interview was the interview was good. Like I said, so it was it was you know all over the place. There was definitely some funny parts and there was some perplexing parts. Um, which I guess that's who Monique is. You know. I and, think that we also got to remember that. So the parts of Monique that really pissed me off are the ones that are so pick me. She can't see straight. Mm-hmm. And women that are of that age and that kind of generation are that. Like yeah. their lives revolve around getting my man, my man, my man. It was, right. Yeah. But I don't think you can put the same lens over like she said something about Tiffany Haddish, like if maybe if you had a husband, yeah, you wouldn't have two DUIs. And part of it's right because it's like maybe if she had a manager who rode for her as hard as yours right some, st- some stability you know like in certain situations but i don't think that has anything to do with her being coupled or uncoupled yeah. i don't think that's fair to you know well, what i mean like old, you it's can't... the older woman shit like you know, it's the older woman shit, like, you need a good man you like calm down yeah. and that's why like i still have you know i examined those kinds of statements with that kind of grace because that's what they know 
Yeah, that's it. That's and you kind of got to divorce yourself from that as you yeah. move on and get more modern. So, yeah. um, so yeah, it was it was um, I don't know who's I'm very curious to be who's going to be um. Well, I know he did a bunch of stuff at the Super Bowl. He did Cam Newton and some other people, but on Club Shay Shay, I guess he'll do that sometime this week. But um, he's he's killing. Kevin Hart is on everybody's lips. I think I would love to see him. Because Kevin's never been on Club Shay Shay, which is surprising. But Kevin would still has that um show that's on Peacock that we see clips. Is it still come on? Huh? Does it still come on that show he has? I think it's like between seasons or something. Because he does it sometimes and then it'll stop and then he does it again. He does so, a lot of shit like that because he got so much shit going. Same thing with the um the show right. when he's sitting in an ice bath with athletes. Like it'll be on and then it'll just Oh keep, shit, I forgot that was a thing. So, so, it'll just be gone so much be going on. on. Yeah, he got so, so I think Shay Shay would go there. But, yeah, but the, even to the Kevin Hart shit, it's like, so she said that when uh, stuff happened, she took a big financial hit. Um, people weren't hiring her. People weren't paying her. She couldn't get on the road. It was bad. And Kevin Hart wrote her like, you know, a substantial check. Like, like yo, wow. like, like yeah, you know, I know you need some bread, pow. I don't know how much it was, but she said it was some real, like, some real money. I mean, it was substantial. It wasn't like you know, fifty, you know, fifty dollars. Like he gave her some real bread, and he was yeah, like, so- yo, everybody get get it back to me when whenever you can. I just want to help you out. And she said she paid him back with some interest, and it's all love. Yeah. Um, but then they were supposed to do a, a project together and his management um, persuaded him to not do it. And then she, so she's now mad at Kevin. And I'm like, you can, you can be so mad at Kevin because when you were really fucked up, yeah. he helped you out. Like, like, but also sometimes shit just doesn't work out. It just doesn't work. work. And yeah. management could have foreseen something coming that had mm-hmm. nothing to do with her. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Or yeah. maybe he was setting up with a different actress because he has more shit coming down the pipe with yeah. that other person. I think yeah. she takes shit personal that's not personal all the time. She Monique feels like if you're black, you're supposed to just look out, period. Without without no matter whatever you got going on, you're supposed because she even told um she said mentioned Steve Harvey on, on the Shannon interview. And and you know, um she asked Shannon and Shannon was like, Yeah, you know, me and Steve have developed a good relationship and she was like, Well, have him come back up here. And she was dead serious. Have him come back up here and ask him what I'm telling you. And Chandler, why, why like, would he do that? Doing that? <laughs> why, why would, he, would that? he? Why would he do? Why would he deign to do that? What does it benefit him to do that? It ain't gonna change. Monique can talk about Tyler from now until she's on her deathbed. It ain't gonna change. Not a dollar in Tyler's bank account. Tyler's, nor moved, Oprah's. Tyler's moved on. Nor Oprah's. Oprah's moved on as well. You know what I mean? Like people who don't like either of them are not going to be swayed. People who do or don't like Tyler or Oprah are not going to be swayed one way or the other mm-hmm. by this situation here. Mm-hmm. At all. True. That's yeah. true. Yeah. But uh, that's it. I mean, that's all I got. Y'all got anything before we wrap? Um, I was going to ask, what are y'all watching besides Mr. I'm Mrs. watching um, uh, Feuds with Truman Capote and the Swans. Uh, I fell all the way asleep on that, that yeah. the first episode. I'm gonna give it another shot. It ta- it takes some focus. Um, <laughs> I'm also watching Death and Other Details on Hulu, which also Me takes too. some focus. But I, I love, love Mandy Patinkin. I do too. That's why I'm watching it because of Mandy Patinkin. Anything mm-hmm. he's in, I'm gonna sit my ass down and watch. And I feel like there's something else, and I'm forgetting it. I don't know. I watched uh, I watched uh. 
Disney Plus turned the Percy Jackson movies into a limited series that was actually really good that I watched. Sure. Sure, that was pretty good. They turned it, they, they're doing like a little, they made a little Potterish, kind of. Um, I feel like, but yeah, I, I'm not to watch a lot of TV. I don't watch a lot of TV during the semester, which is, I guess, a good thing. That's fair. Um, I think Real Housewives of Potomac needs a recast. I'm very happy that Candy yeah. is not coming back to Real Housewives of Atlanta. So maybe yeah, they Candy restructure down. that cast altogether because they that last season was horrible, just like this Potomac season is. Um, are you even watching Potomac, Jeff? Nope. I checked out like two seasons ago. I get it. I mean, it is, and it's absolutely ridiculous that Giselle and Ashley are creating a clothing line of any type, any sort as the two worst dressed people I've ever seen on television. Who's buying that shit? And it's like athleisure, which is also like, okay, girl. Um, Go ahead with your joggers. Mary (laughs) to Med is really good this season. Mary to Med. Um, Mary to Med has been good. Carlos King did that interview with uh, Mariah Huck, one of the creators of the show, who was only on the first season or the first two seasons. Um... And I didn't realize she was a creator of that show and had shopped it. Yeah. She's the one who brought the rest of the girls on. I remember that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the fact that she's not on it yet and that she also predicted what, what was going to happen to Quad. Yeah. It's crazy. So yeah. Quad gets to keep uh, all what her do you money. Think about, what do you think about the doc, uh, Dr. G and Sweet Tea? Oh, Jesus. Um... I think Sweet Tea is a lovely girl. I do. I don't think that they should be on the show with these people. It's enough to be married to an older man, right? And then moving from everything you know and love in the DMV to now Atlanta. Changing your entire lifestyle and being like a hot girl. And now I'm in the house working and taking care of this. Got to pick up prescriptions and shit. Yeah. But like, <laughs> I also got to be around his old ass friends and take shots. What did she think it was going to be though? I don't understand. Like this nigga's almost 60 years old. Like, why do you think, like, why do you think his, his friends and peers are not around the same age? I don't know. I get that they're she older. Always complains about everybody's think... so much older. I'm like, yeah, but your fucking husband is also so much older. I don't think they should be like, uh, what is it? Hazing her like this? That's fucked. That's like what, if you oh, want me on the to, show, was back to Monique. On the show because you love mm-hmm. G. Back you... to Monique. Back to Monique. This is what Listen. ladies of that age do. Which is fine. <laughs> You're not gonna sun me in every scene though, and think I'm not gonna say bitch fuck you at some point. Okay, you that's the not, thing. Okay, like fine. I'm not just gonna eat it. My thing is this, and I'm not saying she should eat it. My thing is this. They've known Quad, lover or hater, they've known Quad for 10 plus years at least, probably uh, Mariah even longer. So they've known her, they've been through a lot of shit with her, ups and downs, goods and bads, and so on and so on. And then just to drop this other girl, this young girl at that, girl that literally could be some of their daughter, into the mix and act like they're supposed to just, she acting like they're supposed to just never talk about Quad. Never mentioned Quad, but they—they're like, I, I know Quad longer than you, Shorty. I just met you last I don't even week. Think she expects them to never mention her. I expect y'all to not invite the bitch to my bridal shower. That was a bit much. That's that crazy. That might have been contractual. That was a bit much. My thing it's is also this, crazy. 
what I think about, what I also think though is your man, your man Greg is skating through this because oh, easy. he had it's like bro like you you like you're not really helping the situation like you you didn't you didn't talk to the ladies about it really not really you're yeah. not, you're, you're just, you're, you're just kind of like, oh yeah, good, good luck. You know what I'm saying? Like, and yeah. he's kind of skating through this whole thing, not getting any blame or responsibility for any of this stuff kind of happening because he doesn't say anything. He just sits back like, oh, well, I didn't know. I thought y'all would be cool. He, like, it's, he, it's just like he wants her to be cool. His, to me, his plan is he wanted, he wanted her to be super cool with them to, to spite quad. He wanted her to come in and be like, we don't really fuck a quiet no more because Sweet Tea is that's our girl. I, I feel like that's what he wanted. That's not happening, and so he yeah. kind of doesn't know what to do now. And I also, I also deep down, do not think he's over quiet. I don't think he's over quiet. I do not. I'm not saying he would get with it tomorrow, but I don't think he's over it. I think a lot of this it was despite quiet. And let me get a young girl. Um, She's gonna give me a baby. Blah 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 blah. I really, cause hey. I mean, even, even Heavenly says he be still calling quiet, and I I took. Heavenly's a lot of shit, and she's doing some bullshit. She's not a liar. Not a liar. She's yeah. not a liar. If he's if he if Heavenly said that shit, it's because it's happening. I, th- I, I still will. Think it's not over. I will say it sucks that it's playing out that she's now having fertility issues. Yeah. Um, that's really hard to watch. That's hard. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's that's hard. That's tough for for any woman. That's that's terrible. But also, like, shout out to none of them recommending Doctor Jackie. To be her her doctor, <laughs> which is also like yeah. there's some shit up under that, and I hope that we get a reunion host who speaks to yeah. that and kind of calls that out because that's one, one last question, and then we're gonna wrap. So, but Dr. Jackie's been under fire, crazy. as she should be. Yeah. And what did you think about Simone? Well, with production, of course, setting up the trip to go to South Carolina. So I thought, that, I, again, Heavenly saw <laughs> some bullshit, but I thought, in this case, I thought Heavenly was 100% correct. It's like, yo, you know what happened. This is supposed to be your friend for 25 years. Why would you go through with this? Why Why would you not tell production? No, I'm not doing I don't that. think it was vindictive. I think, I don't think it was once vindictive. she figured it out, she could have changed it. Yes. And I don't think I it was vindictive. Far involved or something like that. I don't think she did but, it on purpose. My- but, no, I I think, but I, my thing is like like Heavenly said, I don't I don't think it was vindictive or on purpose. But Heavenly would was from the first second would have been like, wait, where are we going? Nah, the fact that Simone didn't it didn't register. That it was that's what bothers me. Yeah. It's like this was but your also, friend. Simone got a lot of shit going on with Cecil too. Like they they act like they've been cool since that almost divorce, but those still. Those same problems are still kind of centering. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think she really, like, her mind is just probably not on other people's relationship, like, tough points. I don't think it even, mm. I don't know. And also, to me, it might not have been a big deal for me. I can go back to, yeah, Hilton Head is a whole motherfucking, I, like, I can go back to that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Curtis cheated. Yeah, but- Curtis it feels like he never took full accountability, which is well, why it was such it. a such a sore spot. Yeah, they just kind of so moved on. He's like, "Why y'all bringing this? Why you bringing this old shit up?" <laughs> yeah, versus you know like I did a thing and now I got us in this situation. It was very much yeah. all these other people are trying to attack us. When it's like, no, you did some fucked up shit, and this is part yeah. of the the fallout of that. And you don't get to choose. Yeah. 
what the rest of life looks like after you make this mistake. After you do that shit, yeah, yeah, publicly too. Bruh. Yeah. I don't know. I'm yeah. them saying Jackie is the real villain is really starting to like make sense. Yeah, it's got, I think more shit will unfold this season with Jackie. I'm here for it. Keep it going. Yeah. So that's it. We're gonna wrap it up on that note. Now you got anything else? Nope. Okay. We're gonna <laughs> wrap it up. Uh, Sean couldn't make it. He was doing a bunch of stuff. Um, and he'll be he here. He also been all one. over the place. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna wrap it up. Uh, have a good week. Happy Valentine's Day. And uh, we see y'all sometime soon. <laughs> Here's hoping. <laughs> Here's hoping. Bye. Later.